Yeah, I did the thing. So, what's up, motherfuckers? My name's Terrell Norton. We're on for another episode of Binge, where we talk about everything that's worth binging, including bands, movies, shows. Fuck it. We'll talk about fucking drugs. You can binge those. That's fun. My guests today are local metal band Blind Oath. What's up, guys? Hello. Hey. <laughs> I, I really love that you guys really are the first band, like, not band, but, like, the first guests that have brought in uh, booze into Ooh. the studio. No one's really done that. They're just like, oh, can I have a water? You're like, I brought beer. We're fine. Why are you only <laughs> interviewing narcs and weebs, man? <laughs> now, uh, for those of you listening at home uh, that have not seen Blind Oath, let's go ahead and, first of all, get your fucking life together. But then, also, let's go around the, the table real quick. I'm going to point to you, giving your name and your position in said band. I am Mitch Gillum. I am the bootleg James Hetfield. Uh, <laughs> the strong right hand in Blind Oath. <laughs> Rhythm guitar. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I'm Jake Don't, um, and I play the bass guitar and the hair. And the hair, fair enough. But what the fuck does that make you? Uh, I'm Miller, and I do the the singing vocals and uh, hair too. <laughs> I too have hair. <laughs> I don't. I used to. And then God thought I was too hot and he smoked me. <laughs> he just he, smoked. He stole my locks. <laughs> now, you guys recently played a show over at the Whittier uh, with the Raven and the Bear. Now, I know the answer to this question, but not everyone was there at that show. But how'd it go? It kind of sucked ass. <laughs> there was nobody there. Uh, pretty much the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. was, I've never seen so many people in that bar. <laughs> It was kind of like fucking shoulder to shoulder. That was it, awesome. It was amazing. There was a... Yeah, we played... Can y'all get closer to that fucking mic like you like each other? Oh, like... yeah. <laughs> me, and, me and Jakey love each other very much, but uh, he doesn't smooch me. But me and Miller are the ones that make out, but me there and Jakey are comfortably being on this mic. There I, you go. I, I kiss my homies sometimes, but not if I mean, you might as well, yet. right? Got to gas them up, according to another local band. Not if there's a... Yeah, you got to pour gasoline on them or whatever Joey <laughs> Duffy said. <laughs> That's definitely the difference between, like, Cliff Diver and Blind Oath. It's like, Cliff Diver's like, you got to gas them up. And Blind Oath's like, smother them in gasoline! <laughs> if you love something, set it on fire. <laughs> well, and so, uh, you guys have any uh, shows coming up? This uh, airs in about four days, so... We don't. Uh, nothing really on the books. I think everyone's like, we're okay with like doing one or two shows and everything, but we're all still kind of holding back. Like, I can't get too excited. Yeah, we're trying to manufacture scarcity. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fair enough. Do we have tentative, tentative possible We Mercury? just might maybe Ooh. play Mercury on around the 4th of the 3rd. And we just might, maybe, I talked to Sue about this the other night, but I haven't talked to you guys, um, play my students' concert at Heirloom if we set it up. But we have not really discussed any of this instead of instead. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. You hear it here, you hear it here first on the, <laughs> on the bean. But we're making, oh, we're, but we're going to make patches soon, so look forward to that. <laughs> oh, that's the first I heard of that, too. <laughs> I already got one, but that's because I ripped it off of a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's sick as fuck. <laughs> no, I, like, I was doing it, and my old lady just walks in and sees, me, sees what I'm doing. She goes, where did you get that? And then just looks over, and there's just a pile of like hat trimmings like in the corner of the room. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I got this. Hat corpse. Hat <laughs> Well, and since this is binge and we do have to have an excuse to have a podcast, uh, we talk about television shows, and you guys have chosen The Boys. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. The whole band likes the boys. Hell yeah. And uh, you guys have two other members, right? Yeah. Yes, we, we just do. want to go ahead and make sure to mention them. What are their names again? Oh, yeah. Stu, he, he is This Land, if you know This Land magazine, uh-huh. which does not exist anymore. But the brand This Land, Stu's been there since the beginning. Oh, wow. He's keeping the dream alive over there. That man is This Land. Okay. And then there's Dr. Rob. Wow, he got way less of an intro. He's like, that was... <laughs> no, because we call him Dr. Rob for a reason. You only got to say Dr. Rob. It carries all the weight. Mm-hmm. He's Fair like enough. A, he's the a dude is... Yeah, sorry. Virtuoso surgeon on the guitar. He genius. is. So the first one you mentioned with the big, long intro, that's your drummer. Yes. And then the second is the other guitarist. Yes. But the... they couldn't come, so they're not people. 
No, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. they don't matter. That's fine. Rob is kind of like, Rob's a mystery. Okay. I don't know what he's doing. Today. I thought you were going to elaborate on that, but you know what? That's fair. That's my fault for assuming. That's. <laughs> I think Rob is the best heavy metal guitar player I've ever heard in Oklahoma. Oh, bold statement. I like that. that I, uh, I, would you guys like a, a pull on the old uh, THC pen? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a loose format, and this is going to get it looser, you know what I mean? Uh, I also have stickers. You want a sticker? Yeah. Yeah, see, we're just fucking giving out gifts today. Stick me. <laughs> Do you want you this you? part of the lime? I'm good. I think I'm good. I love that you didn't just bring beer. You're like, we also need some citrus yeah, I have for this lot. fucking beer. Okay, so <clears throat> let's do the professional part. You ready? What did you guys think of boys? The boys. Oh, we're boys, boys. We're boys, boys. All right, fair enough. I like it when the heads explode. That... <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, and like, uh, that's for those of you that haven't seen it out there, again, get your fucking life together. If you haven't seen Blind Oath or this show, you're just fucking up and there's no hope for you. But it's a gory fucking show. It like, is. it gets fucking dark. I love it. And like the first five minutes of the first episode, it just shows you what it's about. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, in the gore level and also like in the emotional human level. Yeah. It's just, yeah, the way that uh, Huey and Robin are vibing. Yeah. They introduce you to two characters that you kind of instantly fall in love with them, and then they rip your fucking heart out. I always tell people that I like, try to dose on the boys, and I try to, like, I'm a boy's acolyte. I am a boy's <laughs> evangelist. And they're like, oh, I don't like superhero shit. And I'm like, me fucking neither, dude. This it's whatever. Superhero it's shit, not. Man. It's just like, it, it's imagine something like on the dramatic emotional level of The Wire or The Sopranos, yep. but some of them have superpowers. Yeah, but they that, just happen to have superpowers yeah. during this dark fucking show. Yeah, but at that five minute and 15 second Hello? mark. Was that me? Who is that? Not me. Was that The Office? I think so. God damn it, it's Sunday, you fuckers. Anyway, but yeah, I mean like, so would you guys say that you're more like dark show aficionados like if it ain't dark why the fuck am i watching it yeah i'm, I'm like that i like uh kind of watching this new castlevania episode that's pretty dark oh hell yeah I've, i mean i haven't really got into it but yeah i've heard that that's essentially along the same lanes as uh fucking uh the boys in the way of like gore and dark and gritty and shit like that like right. so would you say that's also pretty much worth the watch yeah it's a dracula vampire story pretty cool did it got yeah. dracula titties yeah Oh, <laughs> asking the real questions. I just like dumb shit. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Like, I think you should leave. Isn't that dark? That's right? yeah. That's so, what I was gonna say. That it actually probably is the favorite show between all of our band members. Well, you already picked one, so you're fucked. I know because <laughs> what Raven and the Bear are gonna talk about. I think you should leave. I think so. I think Spoilers. that's what we were saying. Yeah. Way to ruin my fucking, like, anticipation, bro. Hey, sorry, man. <laughs> Raven and the Bear probably got no games. They're going, they going jack off. Hey, those guys about to jack off. <laughs> they have to marry their mother-in-law. <laughs> so, yes, we love dark shit. We love gritty shit and everything. But uh, we're also fucking idiots. <laughs> I think it was, was it last time you guys were here or whenever I was booking you, you were like, no, 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 you don't understand. We're a serious metal band. We're idiots as people. Yeah. <laughs> All of our subject matter and our lyrics and everything is about like Gnosticism, Kabbalah, yeah. uh, the, the true nature of and the Zodiac relationships to the Christ mythology and also nice. not digging uh, the Roman Catholic Church and the Council of Nicaea, like all big things. Big, big things. things. But whenever you get all of us in a van together, we just cackle for fucking hours and then <laughs> dox a fucking sausage representative. <laughs> and we're like, well, that's bloth, baby. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff Pingle and his son, Weston Pingle. Weston Pingle, Weston Peace. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> No, but as far as, like, with the the show and everything like that, and as far as, like, your general like of dark and things like that, I'd say that everyone in this room pretty much likes the dark and whatnot. Do you think that that's kind of what got you into metal in the first place? Like, you saw that art, and you were just kind of like, fuck yes. Because we've had this talk, me and Mike Williams were talking about, yeah. like, when you're a kid, and your parents are like, you gotta stay away from everything that's evil. And then you see evil for the first time, you're like, man, this is kind of kick-ass. Like, I, yeah, I think it's a combination of that, and then just... Kind of like a 
Beavis and Butthead mentality too. It goes, Danny, 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 and I just start banging my head. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm into it. But off the back of what you said, yeah, like uh, I'm 33, and I feel super fortunate to be alive at a time as a youth on the ass end of the satanic panic. Yeah. And so my mom was kind of a 700 Club mom, and she was just really freaking out about inconsequential shit, which yeah. made it super baller. Oh, yeah. I learned about Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> from my mom when I was, like, five years old. No shit. Because of the satanic panic, and she was just like, Mitchell, do you play Dungeons & Dragons? And it's like, no, what's that? And she's <laughs> like, you can't because it's going to make you put cherry bombs in people's mailboxes and kill cats. I was like, that sounds fucking based. <laughs> and then I find out it's just weeb shit. <laughs> it was just, it was the same thing about Kiss. Just like, oh yeah, they were be, real scared of Kiss. There yeah, for a they're while. so scared of Kiss. And I was just like, and I'm a huge Kiss apologist, but at the time I was just like, dude, this looks so evil. Look at him with the tongue and the blood and the bad eyes. And then I listened to it, and it's just like, you know, Beth. <laughs> it's like what the fuck I got in the, in the realm of like what bands will never live down I don't think Kiss is ever gonna live down Beth like just ever but Beth fucking is a bop man so is going blind <laughs> because Peter Chris I think is the worst member of Kiss he drums like a cardboard cutout of himself he has no fucking soul no wrist or anything but he wrote my favorite Kiss songs because it's just like it's just Kiss somehow channeled the premature ghost of Paul McCartney whenever Peter Chris wrote those songs. <laughs> and it's just like going blind. There's a reason the Melvins covered it. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you guys? What was like your intro into the world of metal and Satan and go fuck yourself? Uh, my uh, dad and my uncle both are big uh, metal heads. So they kind of just showed me that growing up. So I never had like that. Like, you know, I really oh, appreciate that you're keeping this. this board super level. Like, there's really not a whole lot of ups and downs in what's happening on your end right now. I'm pretty uh, <laughs> monotone. It's hard to hard to hear me. Uh, you shouldn't give me the weed. That's the problem. <laughs> hey, man, I try and keep people loosey goosey. You know, I probably should have warned you that uh, it's my weed, so it's pretty strong. <laughs> nice. What about you, Eric? Uh, I think the first time I really got into, uh, it, it really wasn't a, like a, this is bad kind of thing. It was like getting hyped up for baseball games in like first grade and like hearing Welcome to the Jungle and, and, okay. and Enter Sandman and being like, I like this. It gets me ready to play <laughs> I don't baseball. even know what this is, but more please. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you guys start with like punk or anything like that? Or was it essentially for you guys, it was just straight fuck them up, let's get some metal going. I started mostly punk. Yeah. Ska, kind of. And then I kind of... Did you have any checkered up. items of clothing? Is that what I'm hearing? Like, you had the vans? Oh, or... I had the vans, yeah. <laughs> I motherfucking did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit older. I'm 38, so my... Uh, I was really into grunge and like Nirvana and Soundgarden. How many flannels did you own? Be oh, honest, a lot. Uh, <laughs> I actually wore the same one every day. It was a, a flannel robe, so it went down to like my knees. What? I, I wore it like every day in eighth grade yeah. with like Nirvana shirts. Man, and in middle nice school, nail shirts. you find something that works and you stick to it. Yeah. Like that it, is just your thing. It <laughs> fell. It fell apart. I wore it so much. <laughs> But yeah, I got into the heavier stuff and grunge, and I think it was just kind of like a natural progression. Oh yeah, because like you go like Nirvana, all that shit, and then you're eventually going to hit the Melvins, yeah. and the Melvins is just a huge bridge into the metal world, essentially from grunge. So that makes total sense. Yeah, and at the same time, it was like listening to Nine Inch Nails, Typo Negative, and like Marilyn Manson and stuff, and then yeah. it just like kind of went darker. Man, you talk taste. about Satanic Panic. Manson was like the forerunner of that shit, yeah. and then you listen to his music, and you're like, wait. What? <laughs> everybody was everybody was freaked the fuck out about Manson and goddamn Harry Potter. Yep. And all of that shit. It was such a huge thing. And then the towers fell. <laughs> and it kinda and then Marilyn Manson's sitting there holding his fucking shitty dick in his hand. He's like, Nobody's spooked anymore. <laughs> they're like, No, man, we're afraid. 
we're afraid of this shit. We're going to fight endless <laughs> fucking wars. This shit got blown the fuck up. And then also other people forward thinking are just like, also, we're really fucking afraid of the CIA. So anyways, <laughs> Manson, all of this shit. You can shit, take a back seat, You can take a back seat. Like, calm down. There's a reason that he wears Mickey Mouse ears on stage now. He just, he got nowhere to go, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, while everyone's terrified of Manson and, like, Cannibal Corpse is the devil and all that shit, yeah. Bill Cosby's drugging and raping women, and they're just like, he's so wholesome. Like, you fucking idiots. Ronald McDonald's removed his own McRib so he could suck his own dick. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that weed was a good idea. <laughs> also, shout out to McRib, our virtuoso guitarist. <laughs> Yeah. Rib. Rib, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Rib, wake up. All right, so we got to talk about the show a little bit so we can see that we did it for all the fucking higher-ups. Uh, who's your favorite character on this fucking show? Go. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a fucking rough one. And I'm good with the make-you-think questions. Honestly, my favorite character on the show is Tim. Even from the get-go, in the first episode, they just rip your heart out because he can't, you know, like, he's just pretending... That the door goes both ways, you know. No. Nope. Oh. Which one's Tim? Nope. nope. Uh, not. I think you should leave. Oh, okay. Boys. There we go. <laughs> and also, I hate you. A little. <laughs> I was like sitting here racking my brain, going, "Wait." <laughs> I like that uh, that preacher that does the pray your pray the gay away stuff. Who stre- oh, yeah. Ezekiel who stretches Ezekiel, who turns out to be a huge fucking yeah. Just, he's he a, fucks. He's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's cool that he can make his, his uh, PPB as big as he uh, wants it to be. That seems fair. <laughs> so that's that's why you vibe with Ezekiel. Uh, I changed my mind. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Busher? I like yeah. him a lot. That main guy? Yeah. He, Dude, uh, he's, just a, he's just so pissed off all the fucking time. I'm like, me and you, man. I just get you. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like the, I, the ultimate badass, but then he's like, you know, got his like soft side. Well, yeah, because like, story. don't you, you meet his mom at yeah. one point, right? And she just loves him like, oh, honey. And he's just like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I do like Starlight a lot, too. Mm. I kind of vibe with Frenchie. He has See, that girl. I was more of a Frenchie guy. Yeah, Frenchie's sure. dope. That girl puts the ciggies in his mouth, yep. and he like takes acid while he works on his guns. Yeah. And he just dropped all that to go kill superheroes. Well, yeah. He was just kind of like, well, here, Priorities. take this. This will help you mellow out. It's like, what is it? Oh, it's LSD. Yeah. Like, what no, the fuck? No, he's just like, <laughs> it's a candy flip. He's like, candy flip? <laughs> LSD and MDA, it chew you out. And that's right after fucking Huey just dusts fucking translucent. Murders this dude. Pus- Absolutely fucking murders him. And of course has some weird feelings about it. Yeah. They- Doesn't he put the bomb up his ass? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Frenchie puts the plastique. Plastique. And then he's just like, Billy Butcher, he's just like, whenever translucent's like, what are you saying? He's just like, you took a bit of C4, put it up your bum. <laughs> it's just like he is like overtly English the entire show. Yes. I don't like. I, <laughs> I can't imagine any dimension and timeline where Billy Butcher is not my favorite character on that show. That's fair. And watching the evolution of the subtle evolution, because Billy Butcher is the most brutal motherfucker. He is driven by this hatred of Homelander and everything. Yeah. He's driven by his love and search for Becca and all of this stuff. And he gets so much taken away from him. And, and he continues to get shit taken from him in the show. He like, does. normally you're kind of like, okay, he's dealing with it. He's lost everything already. Yeah, cool. He's got nothing to lose. That's why he's like that. This guy still has shit to lose, apparently, because yes. he keeps losing it. He keeps losing it. It was just the same thing. Like, what's fucking Homelander's weakness? And Billy thinks that he has it pegged in the first, the ending of the first season. Jesus. And he oh my thinks God. that it's Madeline Stillwell. And then, what is the only thing that Madeline Stillwell cares about? Like, her baby and stuff. And he thinks, yeah. oh, Homelander. And then after Homelander's just like, that was your plan? That's really? your plan all along? He lasers her fucking face out? Dude. Homelander kills his only connection to humanity yep. in front of Billy? And Billy just goes, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> and he just intends to murder a fucking a baby. Did but, he murder the baby? Did huh? He, he intended to. I think, Did I don't know how. Did he see the baby? 
I don't know how. Well, I don't think even if that's and, what happened, that they're going to really like make sure that yeah. you know that part. Like, yeah. okay, we're not going to talk about the fact that Billy just murdered a fucking baby. We still want you to like him. They actually did in the show. <laughs> they did in the show. There's a little thing where they say that the baby was found safely somewhere away, and they imply Homelander saved him in the blink of an eye. But I think that was just because between season one and two, probably the showrunner was like. <sighs> You think people should not kill that? Yeah, baby. do you think people are still gonna vibe with Butcher if he's just like, oh well? <laughs> well, I mean, they're probably like, well, we've already put C four up the dude's ass. Yeah, we've already done all this shit where people's heads are fucking exploding. Everywhere. our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm just like it, the first, like you were saying, the first what five ten minutes. This show gets so fucking dark, Robin, and gory, Robin. Robin! <laughs> holding her fucking hands. Yeah, still holding her arms that are no longer attached to her body. But just the, the last thing about the butcher evolution. Yeah, yeah. He's totally fucking chill, and he's totally just like, he's like, I'm going to kill this baby. This is a bop. I'm fine <laughs> with it. I'm peaced out. Oh, well. Fuck it. Oh, well. But after everything has been taken from him, Becca is dead. Mm-hmm. And all this, in the final episode of season two, and I do not look forward to Spoiler shows alert. the way. Yeah. Well, I know we've already, yeah. But uh, dude, when when Becca dies, and Stormfront is a stump speaking in German and having a fucking oh stroke, yeah, everything is just in cinders. And Billy Butcher's entire his entire like locus of motion and intent and the MacGuffin that is just driven this entire individual for this series, yeah. oh, Becca's dead. And he right. does not give a fuck about Homelander's kid. Right. Which is also fuck Becca's kid. kid. <laughs> he actually wanted to just, like, roach that kid. Yeah. The look that Billy Butcher has after Becca dies when he picks up that crowbar. Oh, yeah. And he's just looking at the kid saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and realize Becca's dead. That is maybe some of the best and most impactful acting I've ever seen in my life. I've never nice. seen a face like on Carl Urban and Billy Butcher. Everything's taken from him. And I seriously thought, and that's why I think it's the brilliance of the show, just like The Wire, yeah. just like Game of Thrones and all this shit, anything can fucking Man, happen. fuck Game of Thrones. I don't know shit about it. <laughs> but, but for a second... Game of Thrones is like that relationship that there was a good middle part, but things ended horribly. So now you're like, fuck that person till the end of time. They've seen my dick and met my parents. They gotta die. Yeah. Like, (laughs) shout out to John Mulaney. That was one of his lines. So, but I mean, like, can we also talk about Carl Urban just as an actor for a second? Because I don't think a lot of people understand just how fucking good that guy is. I'm just now getting to know because of the boys. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. Is like people are kind of catching up with him, you know. Oh my God. He played Dread, and I love Dread. Yeah, that shit. The fact fuck that he so was hard. totally fine with his face never gets seen. They're like, well, I guess we could write some scenes in where you take your helmet off. He goes, "Fuck that! I'm Dread, motherfucker. Yeah. My helmet doesn't come off." And you're like, God, this guy fucks. Like you know he does. He's just slinging hammer all over town. <laughs> that's in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's in. Uh, the Star Trek remakes, mm-hmm. yeah, did pretty good bones. He was, hey, I did uh, not realize up, until after the boys that, that was bones. Point. Yeah, because you, you're making good points, but we want the people to hear them points. Oh, sorry. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, Thor Ragnarok when he has those two assault rifles, Dude, and, and he's uh, yeah. like from he's like from Asgard. One of my favorite yeah. lines of the whole fucking movie is his whenever he just goes, "Behold my stuff, my stuff." My stuff. <laughs> I haven't where seen did you, it. Where did you get oh, yeah. those guns? <laughs> Texas. I've wanted to watch Ragnarok. I don't give a fuck about Marvel movies and stuff. Like I'm not a, like a you're a, not a Marvel guy. I'm not a snob about it or anything. I just haven't watched them. Like you know. Well, I, I feel mean, jealous. I, I feel like that's fair because I hate those people. They're like, not only do I not watch Marvel movies, but fuck the people that do. It's like uh, I enjoy them. No. How about you go fuck yourself? I'm not like, like that at all. I just know <laughs> that there's good shit out there, and I need to catch up. Absolutely. But I wanted to start with Thor Ragnarok because I fuck heavy with Taika Waititi. Absolutely amazing. So I want to watch that. And, and now it, that I know Billy voicing. Butcher's in there talking about his stuff, yeah, came over, man. I'm on. I'm on binge that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not only that, he's just like like we were saying. He's just good and fucking everything I've ever seen him in. I've never seen him in like a bad movie. Pathfinder, the Pathfinder's in that. Vikings invade America versus. Like Vikings versus Native Americans, he's in that. Yep, really oh, good. Man, I easily know which team I would root for. That's in good, Vikings versus Native the Native Americans, Americans. goddamn it! <laughs> it's a great <laughs> flick. 
Well, no, and I think the reason that people are always just kind of like, oh, I didn't even know he was in that. That's because he's that fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's that fucking good that he's not like, I'm Carl Urban. He's like, no, 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 no. Today, I'm a Viking. You know, tomorrow, I'm this guy. Like, he's full on. Like, he's that good at what he does. Yeah, dead ass. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but it's uh, Keith Urban's brother. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look it up. I got Wiki pulled up right now if you're hey, lying to me. Can't will, argue with God, man. I will end this fucking episode right now. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be probably my favorite thing that I've ever learned. <laughs> so you got uh, Billy Butcher over here, and you said, uh, Jake, you're, you're more of a the Frenchy. Frenchy guy. Yeah. And, uh, you, you, I mean... I'm a Butcher Starlight butcher? Okay. fan. Yeah, We can't talk about how hot Starlight is. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Because, wow. My dad doesn't even watch The Boys, and he follows her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of your dad, he was actually at your show, right? Yeah, he had a great time. He was partying. Everybody was like, oh, you're his dad? What's up, dude? Like, fucking partying a little bit with yeah. him? Jacob's oh, yeah. dad fucking rules. My dad fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Jacob and I have been incredibly close. Listen to these friends. fucking show-offs over here. Ooh, I've got dad. I know. And like, <laughs> I know that it's a rare thing. Sometimes I'm like apologetic, like, ah, oh, shit, I'm sorry, dude. Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry oh, for the love so and appreciation sorry. I feel. <laughs> but uh, I was talking to my dad once about Jacob's dad. <laughs> and you showed me a picture of your dad's motorcycle or something. Mm-hmm. I forget why, and I showed it to my dad. Yeah. And they have these Heritage Softail Customs. And, oh, shit. And there are only, like, three of them in existence in this specific factory-out paint job. No shit. And my dad and Jacob's dad each have two of the three. They have? Oh, wow. What are the fucking... Okay, if you're listening to this fucking podcast, and you're a statistician or whatever the... Statistician? Statistician. Esthetician. <laughs> That's something completely different, but, you know, no skin on my nose. Lobato hey. miss. That is a fucking sexy bike. That's my leather daddy. Hey, dad, <laughs> That's a nice motorcycle. <laughs> That's a nice motorcycle. Daddies. <laughs> so there's literally only three in existence, and both your dads in, own one. And that factory out paint job, yeah. Jesus Christ. No, if you are a statistician out there and you are st- whatever the fuck, if you deal in statistics, I need to know what the odds of that are because it's there's no fucking way that's just oh yeah that's no big deal. <laughs> it's, it's three in a billion. Three in a- Miller, you're kind of quiet over there, man. You need a pull. Motorcycle, no motor. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, guys. They got motorcycles <laughs> and a lot of other stuff, stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. We're oh. stealing all Raven Bear's thunder about. It. I think you should. We should. No, man. I'm gonna make sure to like message John and be like, "Hey, make sure you listen to this one because, uh, yeah, you gotta make those <laughs> trick ass hoes just bench the boys. They can talk about this shit, man. <laughs> like, we... like where they're gonna come on to do. Uh, uh, I think you should leave. Yeah. And they're just gonna talk about the boys the whole they time, make to. jokes at that. Like, <laughs> we Ben had the boys, man. Like, I think you should leave is our fucking wheelhouse. When when Night Demon was in town, we played the Canes Ballroom with Night Demon. And we're in the green room, and it's one of the biggest shows that we played. And we're all such fucking idiots that we just keep walking around and vibing Armo and Jarvis. And everybody be going, Daddies, this guy's about to jig off. Clown pewter, probably got no games. And uh, yeah, so all of our uh, very important, serious, globally, uh, hey man, famous you're a heavy serious metal, metal band. But you're idiots. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like you guys have genuinely kept to that vibe. I really enjoy it. <laughs> but, like, so let me get this straight. You guys are about to play Kane's Ballroom with Night Demon. And your idea of getting ready for said show is to walk around quoting, I think you should leave. Yeah, it just kind of happens. While man. pounding beers. <laughs> it wasn't. While pre- pounding beers. It fair. wasn't premeditated. We just can't help being fucking stupid. <laughs> we can't help it. Well, and I mean, I mean, uh, we should also mention too, just because you know, give a shout out and whatnot. Uh, I've met all three of you, well, except for Jacob. We've known each other longer, but I met you two over at uh, Sound Pony, and you guys are all Sound Pony regulars and employees. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit! You all still work there, right? Like you can get a phone call and like, hey, come fucking bartend, and you can go do that. I could, yeah, probably could if we wanted to. 
But Jacob is Jacob definitely has shifts. You're on the schedule. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm the manager. You're the manager. uh, Unofficially uh, part owner. Yeah. Jesus. Unofficially part owner. (laughs) Don't forget the that first part. You want another hit, bud? Are you? What? You want another one? Oh, don't mind if I do. (laughs) And Miller and I don't have shifts anymore, but we stay like mobbed up and set tripping with Pony. Like for sure. They know that. Man, if anybody's in the weeds, yeah, I'll hop back there. I'll yeah. wash glasses oh, for you. You can always hop back there yeah. and help out. Right I, on. I can so, remember how to really fuck up an LIT and try to use the new POS, <laughs> but I know Gifford would vibe with it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, one of the first times I ever made an LIT when I started bartending, I put whiskey in it too. And dude, the guy that drank it, I'll never forget that face. It was like he sucked on a lemon and someone put a dick in his ass all at the same time. Like It was just... <laughs> Uh, that sounds cool. I thought There's it was a, a, a more pleasurable face. <laughs> Do you know about ginger figging? What the is fuck that is that? I think is that, I, I was realizing the ass? other day. Yeah, if I started actually doing drag, because I do drag often, but yeah. if I started like doing it for real, I would like to make my drag queen name ginger figging. But it really That's is. Good. It's whenever uh, they like slice up some ginger, fresh ginger, yeah. and shove it up your ass. While they're spanking you and everything, huh? Because if you clench, wouldn't your... that be like ginger flogging? Well, no. If you chint, if... well, what's what's the fig? Well, it is the. It's just I don't know, man. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's like British. It's BDSM. It's all crazy. Fair but enough. it's just that while you're getting spanked, if you if you clench your asshole, is British BDSM, BBDSM, <laughs> British BDSM is Judas Priest and it's heavy fucking metal. Yeah, yeah. Hey, before you have to take a painkiller. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, uh, but oh, great. Now I got to fucking hold on. I'm gonna Wikipedia ginger figging and fuck up this entire algorithm. Hey, man, I said my piece. My my drag name is Moscato Dynasty. That's dope. Jesus, that's the one I. That's you're a fucking classy bitch. I really like that one, but ginger figging is super good too. I like that. The, that one? Oh, this is great. It I, says yeah, the art of ginger root play. Yeah. <laughs> art article on figging theory and practice. I just love that there's someone with figging theory out there. You know what I mean? That's well, it. I don't actually do it, but I know everything there is to know about. That's it. what I have my PhD in. That's it. <laughs> it's actually after gravity, I discovered that shit. Newton got into the, the <laughs> yeah. figging. Newton the Virgin got into figging. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you call him a virgin? Is that something I don't know about? Yeah, Wait, Newton was a virgin until the day he died. Oh Dude. my god! Yeah, well, like nerd. We have, okay, me and my weeb. Me and my brother have this theory that it's like in history they call him a virgin. They're like, oh, it's because we've never seen him with a girlfriend. Meanwhile, he's got like five dudes in tow behind him or something. You know, he fucked. Yeah. There's no way a dude is like, I've got an idea. Oh, he's too busy jacking off all the fucking time. Like, it's like, I don't know. Have you ever seen a hot scientist? They don't really make them. I don't know, man. Mishio Kaku? I'm on site. I, I think, I think, on site. I think, dude, sir. Isaac, I would let him cream pie my asshole. Sir, sir Isaac Newton's fetish was apples falling on his head. It gave him instant boner every time. <laughs> After that first one, he was like, he's just chasing the dragon, man. Yeah. He's, just, he's still going for it. It's like, I only get off of an apple donks me in the donk. <laughs> And hence, that started Johnny Appleseed. Now, <laughs> I got a dude out at work that I call Johnny Thappleseed. Anyways, go on. <laughs> no, tell that story. Or is it just sounded good and it stuck? Nah, he, he like a jag off. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, and like, so uh, as far as, because we're going to keep doing this thing where uh, we'll get off topic, but then I'll try and kind of steer us back. It rarely works for very long, but it's still, you know, kind of my job. So, but with the boys, what was your favorite, like, plot point that happened? Because this is one of those shows that a lot happens in, like, one or two episodes. So what was, like, one of those, like, reveals that you were like, holy shit. Besides, like, the first five minutes where the lady gets killed by a dude running. Fresca. Fresca. (laughs) I do think the deep story arc is pretty amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because... They fuck that ma- guy. He, fuck Dude, that guy. he's a fucking piece Awful, of shit. Heinous. He kind of represents to me like all of these celebrities that get busted for something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, as long as yeah. I apologize, everyone will forgive mm-hmm. me. It's like, exactly. we're not going to fucking forget you piece of human garbage. Yeah. Like, 
And I was worried for a second that there might have been a redemptive story arc. I have not read the comics, by the way. So any comic weebs out there that you are just fucking digging this word, by the way, I got to let you know about it. I teach (laughs) I teach kids. I teach middle schoolers and stuff. And I call them weebs and narcs. (laughs) And just like just be like, Dyer, you're playing bass. Do they seriously do they call you Mr. Gillum? They call me Mr. Mitch. There we go. Okay. Most of them call me Mitch, but a couple of my fucking weeb ass motherfuckers <laughs> call me Mr. Mitch. <laughs> yeah, that first moment when when uh in the first episode, the end when Homelander you see him flying next to that plane, you oh, see his eyes yeah. just flare up and laser right through the plane. Yeah, cuz that's kind of the first time you realize like, oh shit, yeah, this guy's like, out of his yes, fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. And then it's I I love Showing the show to my friends that have not seen it, and yeah. I watch it, and I don't like spoilers and shit, even though that's all that we've done here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, hey man, our show—I swear to God—if yeah. they haven't seen it, we've already told them get your fucking life together, yeah, like whatever. Sure. If they haven't just paused yeah. and then gone and done that and then came back, that's on them. Yeah, like, <laughs> but that moment was—it's at the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. and the whole episode. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> The way that they treat Homelander, you think that he's like maybe the only good guy on the seven. Yeah, because he keeps like like telling him like stay in line and maybe, all this maybe shit. Maybe he is Superman. But no, he's seriously, like, the, the exact moment know? that you're talking about is yeah. whenever it's it all becomes real. Like when his eyes light up, you're like, oh, oh shit, and <laughs> he about to kill all these people. And he waves to the kid. Oh yeah, the yeah, dude's the kid. Window. Something yeah. added like psycho. Yes. He does to this just... uh, salute thing because the kid is like, "Dad, Dad, it's Homelander. It's, it's his fucking hero, and it's his hero." And he's like, "Are you guys friends?" And he's like, "What the fuck?" And he sal- <laughs> he salutes the kid and then lasers him to death. Like that's that's some psychotic shit right there. It's the one of the greatest villain unveilings. I put Homelander up there with Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Ooh. Men. And that like is a solid, and Darth solid Vader villain. is just super iconic. Holy fucking shit! You are goddamn evil. Yeah, because like so often, like you, like especially in like, well, I know you don't watch it, but like the Marvel movies or anything like that, they have a lot of villains that you're like, I kind of agree with this guy, like, and you kind of like have to do a self examination real quick because you're like, I've agreed more with the fucking villain this movie than any of the heroes like combined. Yeah. But this guy was particularly one that you're just kind of like, okay, he's psychotic. Yeah. Homelander likes chugging breast milk, and that's the only thing we have in common. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah, and then, like, after the that chick dies, he goes to that doppelganger guy and makes him oh, wear yeah. a fucking, like, teddy and shit like that yeah. and just, like, cuddle up on her tits, even though he knows it's not her. And he changes, yeah. and he's like, it hurts. He's like, go back. He's like, <laughs> like, so scared that he has to. Yeah. Well, I mean, the dude lasered a plane in half. Mid air, like there's not really a whole lot this guy can't do in the way of like hurting people. But it gets that more insidious the second part where uh, it's like a daydream, I guess, of his. But you don't know that when you first yeah. see it, and he is standing in front of this crowd that's protesting. Him, oh and he just yeah, fucking mows them all down with his laser eyes. And like, the the part that really fucked hundreds me up of people in was a that second. he did that. But you did you notice that like he didn't have to move hardly yeah. he didn't even move he didn't his feet move. He just like he just head. turned his head and killed just a whole fucking crowd of people yeah. and what fucks me up is that whenever he's looking out at it it is a dream yeah but when he's looking out at the the havoc that he has wrought and the hell and just yeah. all the carnage the only thing that you can kind of see in his face that is making him feel some trepidation yeah and guilt about what he just did is how it's just going to reflect on his image. Yep. He doesn't give a fuck about who he killed. Dude, if the internet wasn't a thing, Homelander would have killed that entire fucking crowd Absol- without yeah. batting a fucking Absol- eye. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Like, because, like, you can see that. Like, and even at the end, doesn't he give, like, a little smile or some shit like that whenever he's still imagining that, like, he just yeah. killed all these people? And, like, he really does, throughout the whole show, just kill people without really thinking about it. No. He's just like, you're dead. I'm going to fucking kill you now. Rip you apart. Exactly. And he doesn't care. And think about it. But the one time that he did, and you can see it's on his conscience, is when he lasers his fucking conscience to death at the end of that first episode. And he's just like, no more lies. I don't want any more lies. Yep. She's like, I'm so sorry. He goes, okay. Kisses her forehead. (laughs) That is his last anchor to humanity. And that, then he then he kind of tricks himself into thinking that his bootleg ass son, yeah, his rape child, Jesus, that he had with Becca, 
is maybe because that is what yeah, that fucking like, it, is is. What it, it like, is what it is. It isn't like oops, accident, baby, but we're still happily together. No, you raped a person. You raped somebody and, and pregnated. There's it. a fucking product of that, and you have this sick mentality of. Well, that's my only chance of being a good person now. Exactly. And it's like, what? (laughs) You fucking psycho. And Ryan, after his mom dies, Mm -hmm. which Ryan kills his mom. Get your fucking life together. Watch the goddamn boys. (laughs) Just Jesus, fuck. And Ryan, Homelander's trying to call him over. Yeah. And Ryan goes to Butcher. Yeah. A man who'd mere seconds before, you can see the consternation on his face. Yep. Seriously contemplated braining that kid with a crowbar. Abso-fucking-lutely. But, but Billy Butcher evolved. Can't do it. Can't do better. it. And, I think and Homelander was, can't. Well, and it was an, an immediate visualization, too, of the separation between the two. They're both brutal fucks. And they'll kill you at the bat in a eye. But he'll think about it. Homelander won't even think about it. He'll be like, oh, he has to die? Cool, let's cut him in half. I yeah. don't fucking care. Like, people are garbage. And then what's even funnier to me was that it's like just to cement that he's a terrible person, he falls in love with a Nazi. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do, what the yeah. fuck? I do got to give it up to Homelander briefly that it seemed like he was kind of not vibing with the shit. Yeah. When she started talking about white genocide and stuff, he was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gets uncomfortable. But also, <laughs> but also fuck this motherfucker. Oh, because yeah. Because that was, that was the one thing when he's just like, Oh, I don't know, but <laughs> but then he's just like, oh yeah, I'll still fuck you, and let's try to kill the world together. Oh yeah, so. well, and it's not even that much of a hesitation, really, in the grand scheme no. of things. It's like you talk to a Nazi, you're done from there. Like as soon as they're like, I'm a Nazi. Oh, so we're done with this conversation, so we're done with this. and now you're gonna catch some hands. Cool, that's awesome. But like he like considered it and everything, and like, ooh, okay, that's over. And then he went back, and, and then, then he, we're done. And then he got his dick wet. <laughs> yeah, with in the out. air he's, at one point, that pussy still. was popping. <laughs> he's still yeah, that 120 year old Nazi pussy popping. Ew. He, he's still, but yeah, he went don't back to being like, right, this is a bot, man. Did you just say don't knock it till you try it in reference to 120 year old Nazi pussy? Yeah, my grand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to go on record right now and say Blind Oath is not down with any Nazi pussy, not even 121. We're not down with Nazis at I all. I feel like, uh, especially 120 year old Nazi pussy. <laughs> I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, uh, when it. Fuck all Nazism and bigotry. Blind Oath has us loving the magic and everything that we're into, and just, uh, just, it doesn't matter. Fuck that. We're on the road of light, and we want to make everything better, and that shit has no fucking place on our shit. Fuck no. I, dude, my fucking patch over here, like this, I have a patch on my, on my battle jacket that's just a fucking swastika with a line through it and all that. I get double takes. All the fucking time. Because people don't see the lion at first. Yeah. And I, I'm i a white guy with a red beard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I might as well have been in the fucking lines for like, ooh, pick me. But like, yeah. so every time I get a fucking double take, but then they see it again, they kind of go, okay. I'm like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck Nazis. Fuck them up on sight every on, time. On that tip of us being like white and bearded and everything. Yeah. The one story that I got to write for uh, The Frontier. <laughs> yeah. Doing an investigative journalism thing. They, uh, they picked me because they said that they thought I could blend in. <laughs> and I had a shaved head and my red beard. My hey, aviators, you look like one of them. Get on in there. My aviators Just smack your ass like yeah. a dad at Little League. Like, get on in there, yeah. boy! And, and I had on my battle vest with all of my metal patches and shit. And I had to go to a militia meeting. Jesus. Out like east of Kawita in this field and everything. And they thought there would be a hundred people there. So what? I thought I could blend in. I showed up and I had to hang out with seven motherfucking fools <laughs> for seven hours. And they were, they were talking about like, oh man, they're trying to build a mosque in Broken Arrow. So I'm thinking, you know, my cousin got a pig farm. Let's cut off some pig heads and just go put it there because then they can't build a mosque. What and they the were just fuck? talking about all this other shit and stuff. And I... Never broke my values. I never tried to do a bit or anything. A nod goes a long way because you didn't say anything, but you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, totally. You're fucking weirdo. I remember this one dude there that was running the whole thing was just like, everybody here own a Confederate flag? And everybody was like, hell yeah. And then he looked at me and I was like, no, I don't got one. He's like, you need to buy one right now. And I was just like, "Uh, nah. <laughs> but nah, bro. I was hanging out with them, talking and everything, and then uh, I knew it was 
time to kick it whenever uh, the dude that the land was on. Yeah. He brought out this cannon. And it was from the Confederate Army. Like a full-blown fucking cannon. Used in the Civil War by Whoa. the Confederates. To kill people. To kill people. Like, <laughs> and he was super proud of it. And he brought it out, and he was just like, let's strike it up, boys. Let's fire it off. Whoa. And I was just like, is That's that... That's some bad juju, man. I know. And I said... <laughs> I was like, is that dangerous? And the dude held up his hand and he said, what do you think? And he was missing three fingers. <laughs> and I was just like, thanks for the hot dogs. Later, fam. And then uh, I'm out. Also, Black Lives Matter. Fuck you also people. Also, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> An interesting thing. The name of the group. You will not fucking. It's, it's too fucking stupid to be real. <sighs> the name of their group was Confederate Veterans Lives Matter. Get the fuck out oh of here. Oh, my God. Confederate oh my Veterans God. Lives Matter. What a bunch of fucking idiots. They're, yeah, they're fucking morons. There aren't any Confederate <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this shit, there's not any Confederate. And, and what are you talking about? Reenactments, you fucking yes. prick? Like, and <laughs> also, de- researching this article, this is one of the favorite little tidbits of knowledge that I know. A little factoid. <laughs> the last Confederate soldier died in 1951. No shit. His name was Pleasant Crump. <laughs> oh my god wow that is not a bit that is real that's fantastic it, i mean uh, if with your permission i might turn it into a bit but you know you should yeah you should it was fucking pleasant that's, Crump. A, that's an oddly like soothing name for it someone is. that apparently was fighting for horrible things like, i strive to do a pleasant crump you know? <laughs> i took a, do a pleasant, pleasant crump, crump. Huh? i took a pleasant crump this morning <laughs> Dude, I didn't shit at all yesterday, and then this morning it was like, here we go. <laughs> like, my body was like, we're going to make up for lost time. Anyway, that's another podcast. So, <laughs> but, like, with the boys and everything, as far do you think it did a pretty good job at making sure that, like, they knew, hey, these people are still exist, they exist, and they're still evil. Oh, the Nazis? Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. That, the second, and I'm sorry that I'm talking so much about this, you guys can You're get good. in. But that second to last episode of the last season, it starts with... This person, being, you're like, you never know his name or anything. Yeah. Some people would call him like an NPC in a video game or something. Right, right. But you just see this person just in the cold open being radicalized, looking at Stormfront's memes, her Twitter mm-hmm. feed, everything, yep. all fucking day, and being it's a fucking f- dangerous shit. It's dangerous shit. He's being radicalized, and what does he do? He finally shows up to this like you know convenience store that he goes to. Yeah. And he's just like. Pulls out a gun. Are you one of them? Are you one of them? Yep. I saw your eyes, motherfucker. And it's just that guy is like, no, I have a family. Please stop. And he goes, right. are you bulletproof? Shoots a dude. Kills him. He's human. Yep. He's radicalized by Stormfront. Yep. And so, yes, I think that they did a very good job of showing mm-hmm. and went deeper than a lot of other things Oh yeah. could. Like, if they wanted to, they could have just done that surface bullshit and just been like, oh, Nazi bad. Nazi like, bad. That's exactly. It. Nazi bad, racism Well, because, bad, like, you know, sh- other shows are so fucking scared of making people uncomfortable. And it's like, Nazis should make you uncomfortable. That's kind of their fucking place in the world. Oh, that's their thing. Fuck them, man. Yeah. Miller, how do you feel about Nazis? Yeah, You've been oddly quiet over yeah, there. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, With your Norwegian-looking uh, ass. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you blonde-haired, blue-eyed, nine-foot-tall motherfucker. Yeah, that radicalization part was, like, it's, like, very eye-opening. Because it, that stuff happens in real life. And it's crazy how they just, you know, they put that in the show. And how, uh, well, just to let everyone know that it's kind of like, hey, this is this is a thing. It's a real thing. This is what we're dealing with now. Like as as just people, there was a. Well, I think it was there was a show. Oh, it was a. Nope, I lost it. There was a show that came out recently, but like the newest episode or whatever, they were like, nope, they're still fucking Nazis. He called them something else. He goes, nope, Nazis. The masked like, singer, the masked singer, all of them were Nazis. <laughs> wow, Joel McHale was on that show. <laughs> And Kim Jong. <laughs> wait, wait. So you're saying they were part of a community? Hey, oh. hey. <laughs> I'm high as hell and you about to get shot. I'm high as hell and you about to get shot. The police and the government can suck my cock. <laughs> Barack Obama's a spray to me. <laughs> Uh, I I'm here to say your payday to come on another day. <laughs> <laughs> another day, another dime, another rhyme, another dollar. Another black man with another black <laughs> I've never been so fucking happy to have given someone my pen to fucking take a hit. Like, <laughs> 
Well, and I mean, like, too, though, but as far as, like, we should probably also mention, in case the people haven't seen it, and they still want to watch it or anything, despite all the fucking spoilers we've dropped on this fucking thing. They're also pretty fucking funny on this show, too. Yes. Like, if you're into dark humor, it's fucking hilarious. Very much so. Who's Who would you think is probably the funnier of all those guys? I would personally think Mother's Milk is kind of the funniest fucking guy, just because he doesn't mean to be. He's a classic straight man. Oh, yeah. After Billy Butcher's entire huge fucking speech, getting them back together. <laughs> Spice top, Girls. And he just goes, why do you know so much about the Spice Girls? <laughs> he just like sends it home. It's great. Just puts this nice little bow on he this amazing a, moment. Like <laughs> Perfect straight man. That's awesome. Dude, I, and he's just, like I said, the, the characters and the people that they don't mean to be funny are always the funniest fucking people to be around. But you can't tell them that they're funny because yeah. then you'll lose it. But, yeah. like, anybody, anybody's like, why do you know so much about Spice Girls? Like, that guy's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, you keep him around. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what about you, Miller? What do you think? You quiet motherfucker. The, who's the funniest yeah. character? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't. I guess I can't really think of uh, who the funniest character is on The Boys. I think the show is more situationally funny. Yeah. yeah. Other than having somebody with one-liners and stuff. Yeah, they're not really, like, punchlines or anything yeah. like that, but... There's definitely some parts that you're just like, do they, do they really just put that line in this fucking show? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And talking about the darkness and everything and dark humor. Yeah. Um, watching the deep get what the fuck that dude deserves. Oh, yep. Fuck, yeah, fingered. And spiraling out yep. the dolphin scene. Dude. Even yeah. though, oh my which God, also yeah. involves Spice Girls. <laughs> if you want to be my oh, lover. Friendship <laughs> never ends. The dolphin flies out the fucking window. <laughs> but it's also very Is it sad. fucked up that I was laughing really hard when the dolphin I was out too. the window? I because was... I was just like, what the and fuck? I know. Gets hit by the truck. Like, but, yeah. The classic, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe it's okay. Bam. <laughs> no, it ain't. But it's situational, and it's the same thing. Like, I think most... Most of the humor is kind of loaded into the deep story arc, but it's super situational because, yeah. and that's what I love about the boys, is that it's a very fractal observance of like human emotions and stuff. For sure. It's not like watching a sitcom where they're like, laugh here, cry right. here, do joke, this. Joke, 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 good night. It's like, just, it's like real fucking life. And that's, yeah. that's why I have an affinity to it that I compare it to The Wire. Yeah. Whenever you watch The Wire, the shit that happens in that. You never know who's going to fucking die. Absolutely. And the show does not give a fuck who you care about. Nope. They'll kill him. They'll kill him and make you watch. Just like real fucking life. Yep. And so I And love I just that. love that nothing, like, even, like, I, I think we can all agree the end of season two was about as happy as this show is going to be able to give you because yeah. it's just kind of like, yeah. all right, it's kind of a happy ending, but also there's some shit that's probably going to happen because of all of this. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, do you, were you guys pretty happy with the ending of season two? I was, and the, that cliffhanger of uh, Huey going to work for the old Brain Exploder AOC. Yeah. <laughs> brain Exploding AOC. <laughs> I would fucking hang out with her, for sure. Oh, I would. <laughs> she blows up that fucking Fresca dude's head, just last thing, and then goes into a meeting. Like, murder, then meeting. Yeah, it keeps you wanting to Blew up the, the whole oh, yeah. courtroom of people. Yeah, did a whole fucking room of them. It was just like, did, apparently just did it from somewhere else. So wasn't she like, she wasn't even in the room. I wonder if she's going to kill. Oh, she was in the room. She was, she was in the room. Okay. And she played it off. She looked yeah, frightened. She was, mm -hmm. Yeah, getting escorted out and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, I probably should have been a professional and rewatched the show before this came on. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to kill Homelander. Dude, I mean, I doubt it. I feel like he is such a piece of shit that his ending has got to just be over the top. Like, just a fucking holy shit that just happened. I'm, ending, holding, you out, know? I'm holding out to find out if there's, like, a kryptonite or something. Because he's, like, exactly like Superman. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I still love that, uh, that meme that it's, like, what America thinks they are and it's yes. Superman. And then it's, like, yeah. what America actually is. It's, it's Homelander. Homelander. <laughs> That's so real. It, like, I saw it and I swear to God I had to stop scrolling for a second and be like, damn. That's, that's some real... I didn't know we were doing this at 10 in the fucking morning, Facebook. Goddamn. <laughs> and shout out to Garth Ennis for writing this. because yeah. So I did not know this was based on comics until after I was obsessed with the first season. Yeah. So then I was like, well, fuck. I'm not going to read the comics because the show is so fucking good. Yeah. And I'm you so You kind of want it to stand alone. I want it. Because mm -hmm. what if what if like you read the comics and you're like, oh, this is amazing. 
Oh wow, the show sucks now. Well, I don't want like, spoilers. <laughs> I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised. Absolutely. I don't even like watching the next week on. I don't want to watch that shit because no, no, no. they'll like show you that someone's coming back, yeah. or they'll show you like some, and you're like, I've been watching this motherfucker every week. I know what's gonna happen if you tell me that like, oh. Buckle in, you know, you paid for the whole seat, but you're only going to need the edge. Like, that's bullshit. (laughs) Next week on Frasier. (laughs) Frasier discovers that you cannot use over two ply in a septic tank on an RV. Do you know how many fucking guests have been, like, they get on the show, we'll start talking about whatever show they picked, and then the thing that they'll tell me is, I almost picked Frasier. (laughs) I'm just like, would someone just pick the fucking show already? (laughs) Frasier's a bop, man. Someone's got to do Frasier. Oh, I'm sure it's we around the corner. We should have done Big Bang Theory. I wouldn't have allowed it. That would have been a good one. I'd have told you where the fucking door was. <laughs> we actually, now that I'm realizing that we're all community stands, we could have done that. Community? Jacob and I lived in the same... Did we live together for like five years? Or am I just romanticizing? Was it like two or three? Like two that's, longer than three the, years? that's longer than the Confederacy lasted. <laughs> <laughs> but... So I don't know because I had such a good time living with yeah. you it's, that I just I no, kind of think I just like yeah we lived together for eighteen fucking years it was, great. <laughs> but, it was uh, fucking crazy man but we watched, we was fetuses hanging out in the living room <laughs> we watched the entire series of Community together at least two times yeah at least that's such a good show well I mean there's some parts that you can probably skip season four season yeah, four as a whole. Leak. Gas leaks really fucking stupid that's but they, uh, those first couple of seasons especially fucking gold oh yeah. The ending of the, the the whenever they you know they're, they're trapped in the gold thing trying to get the gold in the basement of community, and everything, and then the robot if there's oh, a yeah. pure human yeah pure human emotion can wake it up, and Jeff is just like looking at everybody there, and he sees Annie. Oh my God, I just got chills. Like <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to tear up on this, and then he just looks at Annie, and then he just thinks of it's just like mm-hmm. my lady, my lord. <laughs> the computer kicks on with that emotion, dude. I cry to that. Twelve shit years older than her. Twelve. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't want to. I feel about like that. we probably or should more. bring that up. Maybe you know, the whole that. Alexander Sweet aspect of that part <laughs> yeah, of things. Like, fuck. come I, on, man. <laughs> I do like the part in the show whenever somebody says something about her, and he's just like. Annie's kind of young. We try not to sexualize her. Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately after that, yeah. it's always Annie's boobs. Yeah. Or Annie's like Annie's boobs. <laughs> and on the subject of that, when we were still living together, we simped so fucking hard for Annie, Allison Brie, mm-hmm. whenever Glow came out. Fair enough, uh, though. Me and you were watching the oh. first episode, and our girlfriends at the time were like cooking in the kitchen at her house. And then we just see her dumping them out and yeah. changing. And Jacob started looking around like he was going to be busted. And you climbed up the back of the couch like a spider monkey. Like you couldn't believe it. You're so filled with excitement. And I was just like, yes, it's also the best moment of my life. Uh, that's yes, why we they can named, agree. This is amazing. That's why they named the monkey after him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I finally know. Dude, you knew. Don't even act like you knew. You knew from the get-go those were great tits. Well, yeah, but she like... I'm not going to explain myself. <laughs> Terrell, I have a question for you. Okay. What is your uh, favorite word for boobs? Ooh. I don't, I'm more of a tit man. You know what I mean? It just gets it done, gets it out of the way. But, you know, I also like any kind of offshoot. You turn a, a, a four-letter word into a three-letter word. Yeah, man, I'm efficient. Why say lot word when few word do trick? I don't know. I like, I like Mitch's. Uh, what? You're what you like to you call got Dan and Cannon. Dan and Cannon. Dan and Cannon. Yogurt hammers. <laughs> Yogurt hammers. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to unhear Dan and Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> well, yogurt hammers make sense when you see some yogurt hammers. That's yeah, true. Like uh, you, that's a very specific description. They look like bags, like uh, lunch bags, full of uh, like the plastic ones, full of yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> like you tried to eat most of it out, and then there's still some in. It's just wrinkled, it's wrinkled up. Do not denigrate any titty on my timeline. Yeah, you got two of them. <laughs> titties is titties, but bro. They're, yeah, it's still. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that's what it looks like. Just a bag full of animals. Yeah. That's... All right, so we're gonna wrap this up on uh, yogurt hammers. But uh, <laughs> what do you think, guys? Did you have fun, Dan and uh, Cannons. Yeah. Dan and Cannons, dude. <laughs> 
Thanks for having us. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So uh, you guys don't have a, a show coming up for right now. It's a lot of maybes, if ands, and buts, and we whatnot. have nothing to promote except for just our, yourselves, man. Ourselves. Yeah, and I mean, you guys are on the uh, the social medias. Is that right? On both the Facebook, on the Instagrams, and the what's it's and whatnot. We don't really fuck with Facebook because I'm banned now, <laughs> and uh, so really, Gee, I wonder how that happened. Go to Instagram. <laughs> we've and got we've got one song on Spotify, and then we've got our Bandcamp. Yeah, uh, Blind Oath Bandcamp. I wonder if we have Spotify on this here computer machine. Let's check it out. Like I said, this is loose format, so we can end whenever the fuck I want to. Yeah, dude, that would be unironically based if you played that track. Oh shit! We yeah, do have Spotify. It's on the vibrations of Tulsa compilation. Oh no shit! All right. If Let's you can't find it, can you please just play "Feel Like I Do" by Vin Diesel? <laughs> yeah, that's our theme song. <laughs> oh okay. We have Spotify, but it's not hooked up. Okay. Sorry to get everyone's boner uh, all, all kinds of hopeful, but you know whatever. I bet they got Vin Diesel on YouTube, but that's I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, if you can't listen to metal, listen to Vin Diesel. It'll be fine. It'll be a, a nice little holdup, you know? Mm-hmm. Feel Like I Do is the only good thing that came out of COVID. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, that and this show. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, say goodbye to the nice people who came to listen to you. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Thanks uh, for uh, Bye. See you later. Uh, this guy's about to jack off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I wasn't even supposed to be here. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't jag off. Fuck you, Harley Jarvis. <laughs> no, no one goes home and fucks my mom. <laughs> you marry your mother-in-law. <laughs> well, all right, guys. If you guys, as always, if you want to email the podcast, it's bingepodcast918 at Gmail. If you want to say, hey, good job, or you want to tell us to go fuck ourselves, that's cool, too. Uh, if you don't like the show, you can go fuck yourself. And as always, I love you, and there ain't a goddamn thing you can do about it. Later, time, guys. Time to eat a hot dog. <laughs>